Welcome to another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm your host, Steve Casillo. And in the studio today, as we do every Friday, it's our financial philosopher, Philip Washington Jr. And we're doing our recurring series called Mind Over Matter, Rewiring Your Financial Attitude. These are excuses that people may have regarding their finances. I'll never be rich. I'm afraid of taking risks. I don't deserve to be wealthy. And more. We'll talk about it with Philip Washington Jr. Oh, by the way, uh, to the listeners, especially those who are listening to the podcast and not watching the video, if I sound a little stuffy, it's because I am. (laughs) Welcome, Philip. Thanks for having me, Steve. Absolutely. Say hello to the Mansfieldians. How's it going, Mansfieldians? And uh, so we are continuing your series on rewiring your financial attitude. You, in your your endless uh, amount of, of wisdom, you've come up with 50, um, 50 I guess, quotes that, that people may say on on financial matters and and if, we've if, gone we've we've gone through the first six if you want to call wisdom the ability to know where to go to get information yeah yeah because chat gpt or genie as the app is called genie <laughs> the genie <laughs> birth birth uh birth the questions i just prompted it there you go so the past couple of weeks we did uh questions one through three and four through six today we start with question seven and uh, well, I guess it's more of a statement, and I'll just lead you right into it. I'll never be rich, so why bother trying? Yeah. So th- these are, and we talked offline. These are like our deep, dark, deep, dark thoughts that I'm just speaking for me personally. Like I know in my journey, I've thought many of these thoughts, um, and so they're thoughts that we're bringing to the surface to help, just help rethink, right? So this this thought is. I never be rich, so not why bother trying? And so, rich, wealthy, whatever you want to call it, are all words that don't have a quantitative, de- agreed upon uh, definition. Yeah. And so, the the, the, the like it's, it's like beauty, life, love. Like, what is what is it like? What does it mean to be alive? Everybody's alive, right? There's different levels of appreciation of the life, right? Appreciation meaning like realization. So same with rich, like, yeah, you're rich, like rich is relative. Um, that's how most people think about it. But as, a, as an idea, rich is an idea that everybody owns. So I would just say, like, forget, forget the fact that you're not rich. You, you, you are rich now, appreciate it. And then the next thing is like, how rich do you want to be? Right. And right. Just, uh, to, to a, to a five-year-old, $10 is rich mm-hmm. to a teenager, $100 is rich. And so rich is relative. Rich is and and think I mean to me, I would think 10 years ago the way that we're living today, I'm like, man, I would I literally dreamed to live the way that we're <laughs> you know living today yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> uh number 8, I'm a fri- I'm afraid of taking risks with my money. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. So risk I like to interchange risk with faith, right? So, so risk and faith are uh, equal terms, but f- faith is required to make a lot of money in investing. Like, if if you don't want to, if you don't want to take risk or have faith in investing, you don't have to. You're just not going to beat inflation. Meaning, like, yeah, in- inflation is the <laughs> cosmic destroyer of wealth that was not acquired through faith right meaning like 
bonds are cool. Like bonds have a guaranteed return, right? Sure. The U.S. Treasury bonds are going to give you the best guarantee. I think they're paying like 10-year bond, paying like 4% now. Fine. If you don't want to have faith and you want to believe in the bonds of a country that's the most powerful and has a long history and it's like, the, quote, unquote, the most secure, safe thing you can buy, put your money there. But that 4% a year, because it requires no faith, is going to get destroyed by inflation. So, like, the, the, the spectrum is the more secure it is or the more history it has or the more believed it is by society to be something that's proven, the more susceptible it is to uh, inflation because there's no faith required. However, if you have faith in the future, like you don't have to have blind faith. Faith is levels too, but faith can be the faith to say, all right, these 20, I I know these principles that 20 year olds bring their own economy and they grow up. Right. And, and I can point to every decade in history where the 20 year olds who turned 30 brought new ideas in and they grew up and there's a lot of money made in that gap. So, so, and that's not blind faith. That's like looking at history and looking at principles. Then you say, all right, I got a good foundation of principles. Now let me allow faith, which is not understanding something to go look at the 20 year olds and say, what are they excited about? Oh, gaming, podcasting, crypto, artificial intelligence. And I probably should like think about having some of this in my portfolio at some level. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so faith is like, doesn't have to be blind. It's just, Balancing faith with reason to come up with a a good a good bet. And so, with the the, the bonds versus uh, inflation, if the bonds are paying four percent and inflation is at six percent, you're, you're losing, losing money. You're losing two percent a year. It's just there. it's just like a fancy loss, right? It's like it's like you didn't get punched in the face. Right. They just they just like told a rumor about you and made destroyed your reputation slowly behind the scenes. Do you know who Winnie the Pooh is? I do know who Winnie the Pooh okay, is. Okay, so one of the characters is is Eeyore, right? The, and your next your next question or your next statement kind of sounds like it's coming straight from the negative attitude of Eeyore, and it's I don't deserve to be wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah that that's a that's that's a good way to put it because that comes from a a powerless emotional state, right? And I think it kind of goes to the first question we said. Like, that's an illusion. You are rich. You are wealthy. Just own that, right? N- now, the question might be, because, well, well, why, you know, why do I deserve to be wealthy? What, you know, what what qualifies me or what justification do I have to be to, to be wealthy? There's there's no justification in defining yourself. That's the whole point of defining yourself is the ability to, like, that's, that's your power. Like, anytime you give anything outside of you power, uh, then you're powerless. Yeah. Right? So the starting point for regaining your power is to say, my perspective is the only perspective that matters, right? And going back to no blind faith, it is true. Like you literally can't go in the dictionary and find a definition of wealth because it's subjective. It's, It's quality of life, right? So if you can appreciate your quality of life, you're wealthy, you're rich, own that. Right, own that perspective and then build from that perspective. Makes sense to me. I'm comfortable with my current financial situation. Yeah, I actually like this one. This is the one um, that when I read it, I was like, "Is that even really negative?" It's not really. (laughs) Yeah, because people typically think being comfortable 
means that it's a bad thing. And I'm like, no, for for, for me, being comfortable is a is a, is a, is a, is a, is a co- completely appreciative state. It's like saying it, it would be the equivalent of saying um, I'm married and I'm comfortable with my wife. Yeah. Right. I'm comfortable. I'm satisfied. I'm completely satisfied. I don't need anything else. Right. But but then we go to business and we go, no, it's bad to be comfortable. Why? Like the more satisfied I am and comfortable I am with with and unconditionally, I love my spouse no matter what they do, like the better the marriage. Right. The more love flows from that state of being. Same thing in business with money. Like if you're comfortable with your financial situation, then you don't get insecure when you get around somebody who has more money. All you get is inspiration. Right. Sure. Like so if you want to continue to expand your wealth. You're you're just gonna naturally be in situations where you're gonna see things that you want beyond what you have, but it won't destabilize you long term, right? You may have mild annoyance, and like you might see this big boat, and you might be like, "Man, I want one of those." You might have mild annoyance, and then you feel it, and you go, "Cool, like I'm gonna figure out a way to get it." But I'm appreciative of what I got right now, right? And just you noticed it, you put it into your mind something that you want, and then you're gonna just with with effort that. Let me say it a different way. Because when you stay uncomfortable, the reason why so many people are jealous of other people that have what they don't have mm-hmm. is because they're uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like they want it and they're uncomfortable. That's jealousy, literally. <laughs> and it's it and it's the, the want versus need mm-hmm. that uh want tends to play toward the ego. Need is what's 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 the, the the necessity. I need a home. I need a car to get to work. Or, uh, or, or what do you but, think about the word lust? I, I, you like the word lust versus because I, I, I okay. Hear, I hear what you said. Like I think I think I think it's okay to want right because needs are like need. Like we can get into a conversation about needs too. I, I get into people. Oh, I will do that off the air. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 like, I think I think it's like wanting versus lusting. Like I think wanting is perfectly fine. Yeah. I think lusting is. A negative energy of desiring something that you don't feel like you already own. Isn't that one of the sins in the Bible? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think and people only apply it to people only apply it to sex. But I'm like, no, lusting no. is wanting something that you don't feel like you already own the essence of. Right. Let's get into the last one. And um, I think this is something that people are going to. Uh, once you get into this mindset, you'll never get out of it. And it's, I'll start saving or in investing when I earn more money. And you may earn 60 grand a year, 100 grand a year, 150 grand a year, whatever. Once that gets into your mindset, it's never going away. Are, am, I, am I right? Am I wrong? It, it's it's, it's going to be hard to reach your goal once that's stuck in your mindset, right? Yeah. Um, and I think what you're saying is you have to deal with the mindset before you begin to save and invest, right? Because it doesn't matter what amount of money you can be, you can make a million dollars a year. And if you feel like you don't have any money to save and invest, if you like try to act, if you try to save and invest out of that feeling, it's just not going to turn out well. You're going to be an impatient investor. You're going to be an inconsistent saver, right? I, I've just, I've just not been able to see people for a long period of time go against their emotions. And so, like you said, the thing to do is get the mindset right first, regardless of your level of income, because it can be a lot of people think that they're helping the situation by saying, but Philip, we, you, you know, they go, 
Seven years ago, we weren't even making this kind of money. And now we're making $300,000 a year and we can't save. And I'm like, bro, you're human. Like, yeah. love yourself. Like, it's fine. It's okay. Like, you're good. Like, beating yourself up is counter helpful to the situation, right? I was like, let's just appreciate what you've done so far. Let's just love yourself for a little bit. Let's put that saving and investing aside. Let's just love the progress you've made, right? And just continue to love yourself until you naturally then feel like wanting to save and invest. Because once you like have the feeling, then you'll cut, cut whatever you got to cut and it won't feel like a sacrifice, right? Because if you cut and you're feeling like you're sacrificing, mm, that's, that's going to create pent up consumerism. Like you're going to cut and then you're going to have like some explode purchase down the road that you're going to feel guilty about. It's kind of like, uh, I used to watch this show where people were struggling with weight and they would like uh, binge eat. Oh, yeah. You know, they would binge eat out of guilt for messing up one step on the diet. And, I'm, you know, but it's 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 like the law of momentum of the mind. Right. You had the, the, the muscles in the mind. You want to feed them with positive energy and positive reinforcement so that they can continue to help you build the habits you want to build. But it, it doesn't it doesn't work on assertion. It works on emotion. Wasn't it Black Eyed Peas who sang I Got the Feeling? Was I it? got the feeling. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, got, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, will, Will, I am. There you go. Mm-hmm, uh, black Eyed Peas. Was, yeah. that, was that him, Fergie? Uh, when they were <laughs> Black Eyed Peas. Who who's the third person of Black Eyed Peas? I, I. Anyway, I got the feeling. If if someone wants to reach out to Philip Washington Jr. and get the feeling, <laughs> this is a, uh, a again wrapping up our ten minute nugget of information. How can they reach out? To Philip Washington Jr. StonehillWealthManagement.com is for wealth management. For the newsletter, for just more deep insights, is WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. The name of his podcast is Wealth Building Made Simple. Right over there, Philip Washington Jr. We do this every Friday. Philip, let's uh, let's do it again next week. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series. If you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.